Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Back for another episode. Oh, excuse me. 
Uh, we're back for another episode of The Right Way, live on Block Talk Radio, produced by Back Sports Page. I'm your host, Malik Wright, here with my co-host, Eddie. Take it away. How are you guys doing tonight? Um, happy to be back. We have a lot to discuss. Ever since we left last week, a lot has happened in the NFL, including with the trade deadline, including big things that happened today in the NFL. I cannot wait to talk about it with you, Malik. Let's get it started. Absolutely. Well, get straight into it. Uh, tonight's show is not going to be too long because of we're a little bit under the weather. But anyway, let's jump right into it. So I wanted to talk to you. Uh, you know, I texted you earlier in the week when, obviously, the NFL world were, was brought to their, uh, their knees, so to speak, when everyone found out that Deshaun Watson would be miss, missing the rest of the season due to a torn ACL. Uh, my question for you, Eddie, is what do you think the impact uh, that has on the Houston Texans offense or just their football team moving forward and the impact it has on the rest of the NFL? Uh, Deshaun Watson getting hurt. It's a really tough injury for the Houston Texans, you know. They haven't really had a quarterback in the last couple of, couple of years. I'm sorry, a couple of years. So having Deshaun Watson and having what he brought to that organization this year, it was great. Great for the city of Houston, especially after they just won the World Series. Now they found their quarterback. You know, everything was going in the right direction for Houston. Deshaun Watson going down was a big impact. Not having their best offensive player now, but their defensive player now as well. You know, defense and offense. It's funny. We were talking last week about the loss of J.J. Watt impact it had on the Houston Texans. Literally, did I know uh, a couple of hours later they were losing uh, Deshaun Watson to a torn um, ACL for the rest of the season. Now, we're not just talking about any old quarterback guys either. We're talking about a quarterback who, quite honestly, in my opinion, was going to be rookie of the year. We're talking about a quarterback – what he provided to the Houston Texans that uh, this season had was some type of consistency, something that you said they lacked at quarterback. I, I, I go as far as to say since Matt Schaub was that quarterback. Um, right now, and Deshaun Jackson, I mean, sorry, Deshaun Watson, he uh, had 19 touchdowns on the season with eight interceptions. And, you know, he finished, a, finished with a quarterback rating of 103. You know, I think the loss cannot be, you know, overstated of what he meant, not just his passing ability, but also his dual threat ability of running. Now they have Tom Savage as their starting quarterback. Um, I think that's an, a, a real downgrade from Deshaun Watson, and I think that Complete. it'll show uh, as the weeks go on. Now, you know, we look at the upcoming schedule. The Texans, you know, they, in my, in my opinion, I feel like the Texans, they could have beat the, the Indianapolis Colts today. That was a very winnable game. You know what I mean? It was a very winnable game for the for the uh, Houston Texans, but I think with the loss of Deshaun Watson, it proved that losing a player of that magnitude can it can definitely hurt your football team, can definitely cripple you. Now, we look at the upcoming schedule where they have the, the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams. In my opinion, and Jared Goff. So, yeah, we have to say it's in Jared Goff because we, yeah. we see what Jared Goff is doing nowadays. We, we saw Lighting it up. beating people. You saw the beating he put on the, the New York football Giants earlier today. They put up 51 points on them. Um, I think that's going to be a very tough game for the for the Houston Texans to win. Not because their defense can't create stops, but I don't think that they have the high-powered offense. The offensive power. Correct. I don't think that they have the offensive power to 
not going in offense that Zach they're going to need in order to be able to stick with a, a team such as the L.A. Rams. Um, so I think that's a loss. Then you got the Cardinals. That's also a winnable game. Now they both have quarterback issues right now. You know what I mean? Uh, Cardinals yeah. don't have Carson Palmer. They have Drew Stanton in. And these guys have uh, Tom Savage. That's uh, a winnable game. But then they go to they go to Baltimore. They play the, the Ravens in a Monday night football game. I, I, I'm seeing that as a loss for them, honestly. Um, it's tough defense. You got a really weak yeah, offense going against a really high power defense. It's it's going to be. I mean, uh, it's if I want to sum it up right now. I mean, a lot could change. You know, at any point in time, Tom Savage could just get it going. Just click with this offense. They have playmakers on the again, team. That's why you know players like Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins, making plays the plays they do, and the Mar Miller in the backfield. Tom Savage is lucky to have all those playmakers. So absolutely. I, I, absolutely, I, I would agree. You know, if, if if I was a backup quarterback coming in, I would love to have the receiving core that Tom Savage has in. But this is the difference between fantasy and reality. Now, like I said, they go against the Rams. They go against the Ravens. They go against the Titans. Honestly, uh, I, the way I see they it They could right have now, won their division the Houston, if they wanted Houston, to. The Houston Texans right now are 3-5, and five, right? They're 3-5. Yeah. and five. They have the Rams. I'm giving that a loss. That puts them at three and six. I say they beat the uh, the Cardinals. That puts them at four and six. They lose to the Ravens. That puts them at uh, four and four seven. seven. They lose. They lose to the Titans. That puts them at four and eight. So I don't know, man. I don't, there's not too many games I see. I see the. Uh, there's not too many games that I see. Um, uh, the, the Houston Texans winning much more this season. I could be wrong. Now, I guess that's what I'm pretty much getting at. Houston, Texas, I, I would love for you guys to shock me. But the fact of the matter is, we're talking reality right now. Let's talk, let's talk reality. I don't see them going. Well, this leads me to my next discussion. If the Houston Texans want to still consider themselves in the mix and they still want to get it going and they still believe that there's hope in the football season, even with the loss of Deshaun Watson, there has been rumbling, there have been talks, about the Houston Texans adding a player by the name of Colin Kaepernick to their football team. Now, I don't know, I don't know how much, how much, how much better that would be. Um, I don't know how much worse that would be. But this leads me to my next discussion: How real is the possibility of the Houston Texans, in your opinion, Eddie? Is how real of a possibility do you think the Houston Texans? Um, Add Colin Kaepernick to their roster, help them be their starting quarterback. I don't think it's realistic. Um, after the Houston Texans owner came out last week or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, he said what he said. Um, I highly doubt it. Not only because of that reason, but because they just found their next. Yeah, I'm sorry, Malik. Their next best thing. Why bring in yeah. a player like Colin Kaepernick? And I'm not saying he's a bad player, and or any of that, but teams aren't signing him, which I completely disagree with because of all that that's going on with Colin Kaepernick and taking a knee. They got Deshaun Watson. Stick with Deshaun Watson. You you honestly have the next best thing, and he's a rookie. It's sad that he got hurt, torn his ACL, but he'll come back. He'll be better than ever, and he'll take you out to the division championships. He'll get the job done. Don't, um, 
don't bring in a quarterback to have to compete against the quarterback who's going to be the next best thing in the future. It's just a lot of well, unneeded trouble. Well, you see, I see where you're coming from. I hear you. I really do. But I, 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 I bet to differ a little bit. I don't think, I don't think the Houston Texans making the decision to bring Colin Kaepernick in to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the remainder of the season any harm to Deshaun Watson and his status as a quarterback of the Houston Texans. I think if anything, it'll be quite the irony, honestly speaking. You know, you got Colin Kaepernick who's taking a stance for. Um, He's being an activist, and, uh, you know, he's taking a stand, obviously, for the injustice that happens in our country, and he takes a knee. Racial equality. And then, yeah. Right, yeah. And, then, and then you have the owner who comes out, and he says what he said. I'm not going to repeat what he said, but you have the owner who comes out and repeats the comments about the inmates. And, and <laughs> I think that But that's why I wouldn't do it. And it'll be, and it'll be interesting, too. But, but, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think I don't think that would hurt them as much as people think that they would as, as it would. If anything, it'll be another it'll be an auditioning role, honestly, for Colin Kaepernick's plus next football team. We don't know the kind of impact Colin Kaepernick. Well, just hear me, hear me out. We don't know the impact <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. We don't know the impact the bad the impact Colin Kaepernick will have on the Houston Texans. We don't know if it'll be bad. We don't know if it'll be good. At the very least, what he's doing is he's auditioning for his next football team. Because as of right now, he's not on the football team. Now, I'm sure that we all probably can agree. Colin Kaepernick believes he still can play the game of football. I'm sure we all agree that Colin Kaepernick still has talent, obviously, to play the game of football. Now, he could come back and he could be the same guy who left who, you know, obviously took knees and all that stuff like that. Or he could come back and he could be a stand-up veteran to the guys in the locker room and help lead this football team for the, the, the veteran minimum, minimum contract that they'll sign him to for a year. And everybody can just go about their lives. The fact of the matter is it's the unknown. We, don't, we do not know the impact the Houston Texans or any team signing Colin Kaepernick would have. But I tell you right now, it will not affect Deshaun Watson and his status moving forward as the Houston Texans quarterback. Now, that's just my take. I mean, I could be totally wrong, Eddie. I but agree. That's where we no agree. harm, no foul. Yeah, no harm, no foul. Completely agree. You know, come in, the idea show us is, what you the got. Idea There's only... you a, the, idea, the idea is you want a player with the same skill set. But so does the Colin Kaepernick even want to come play for you, Houston Texans? That's a, that's, that's a real again, question. That's why, the, that's why, why these, that's why these are rumors. We we have yet to find that out. Now it'll be interesting. I think I think it'll be definitely something to talk about next week. Obviously, because if anything was to happen, it would happen within a week. Now um, there, I'm sure you know there was a there was a report earlier on the week saying something about Colin Kaepernick being signed within the next ten days. Um, I don't know how I long ago that. that was, but. But, I mean, he's still not signed. So, we'll see. I mean, I would love to see Colin Kaepernick. It hasn't been 10 days. It hasn't been 10 days. But uh, I do know that Colin Kaepernick will be meeting with the NFL and uh, the owners sometime this week. Also, uh, I believe that there's there's some type of a hearing going on where uh, Robert Kraft, Jerry Jones, 
uh, and now Roger Goodell will all have to be have to turn over their phone records, especially a collusion case against Colin Kaepernick. Um, and Pete Carroll, Carroll as well. A collusion case against Colin Kaepernick, which is people trying to stop him from. Uh, he believes that the owners are coming together, coming yeah. coming together to pretty much sabotage his career. Now, do I agree with that? Absolutely. I think there is something that is going on. Uh, I, I don't I don't I don't want to place my finger. I can't place my finger on it exactly, but I do believe that there's some type of a, some some type of a collusion going on to keep Colin Kaepernick uh, unsigned by an NFL team. I do believe that. And I think that uh, that's what they'll find. I'm sorry, Malik. So, um, since we're still on Colin Kaepernick, his attorney came out five days ago and said that he expects that a team is to sign Kaepernick within 10 days. That was five days ago. So, you know, we have another five days to find out. Um, I would love to see him yep. sign. So, no. I wouldn't be just, just keep an eye on that. And... Uh, it'll be big news. Be it would be that. really big news. I agree. So to switch gears a little bit, um, let's talk about some of the, some, some some of these trades that happened. The trade deadline. Uh, let's start with uh, the one that shocked me. Um, that was Benjamin sent to the Buffalo Bills for a fourth and seventh round pick. What do you believe the the Buffalo the Carolina Panthers were thinking when they made this trade? Um. Kelvin Benjamin, he's been a great um, – I'm sorry, not quarterback, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. But, you know, he suffered through a couple of injuries last year, and I believe he missed the game this year. So they got bunches. They have um, that rookie out of Ohio State. The guy's name on um, Samuel, I believe. So, yep. you know, just start off, um, start off brand new at wide receivers. They got decent picks. They got a fourth round, I believe you said, in the seventh round. So Correct. they're 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 looking to rebuild a little bit. Um, I think it also helped the Buffalo Bills out though, too. They got a really young receiving core in Zay Jones. So I believe both both teams won. You know, it was even trade. Now, I uh, you say you believe it was an even trade? Yes. I uh, yeah, see, I don't I don't think I don't think so. I don't think it was an even trade. But then again, I don't. I'm not opposed to it. Carolina Panthers traded Kelvin Benjamin because, oh, they just wanted some extra picks and they wanted to start about receiver. No, I believe that the Carolina Panthers had a different idea in mind. And you know, I, I almost have a, a conspiracy about it. People call me crazy when I talked about it earlier this week. But once again, that's where opinions come in. You know, uh, I respect people's opinions. They don't have to respect mine, but I respect theirs. We can agree to disagree. Indeed, but my 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 feeling on the um, trade of Kelvin Benjamin from Carolina Panthers to the Buffalo Bills is I do believe the Panthers are setting up for something, but I don't think they're setting up for building getting players through the draft because you already had a top receiver in Kelvin Benjamin on your football team. Now, I believe the Carolina Panthers are going to target a wide receiver in free agency by the name of Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. I believe that wholeheartedly. And, um, Indeed. I would have I, to disagree. I've been saying, you said what? I would really have to, I would have to disagree with you on that. You, you, you can disagree. But once again, but, but, but hear me out. Once again, that's, that's where differences of opinions come in. 
the Miami Dolphins cannot sign Jarvis Landry to the contract that Jarvis Landry would like to be signed to because of the money that's invested in Kenny Stills and also because they have Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker can go. Another reason, another reason why is because Jarvis it is widely known around the league. You know, if you don't know it, you're living under a rock and you're just being in denial that Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham play with one another. Now, There's no way Odell that's Beckham happened in Carolina. Now, Odell Beckham has an option on his contract right now where I believe he is signed through for another year, the New York Giants. But once again, Eddie, that's my opinion. That's my, this, is, this is where my opinion comes in. You can agree or disagree. I'm just saying with my opinion. Actually, it could be far-fetched. People don't have to agree. But if I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't think their teams have the ability to sign them respectively to the contracts that they want. Now, Odell Beckham posted something interesting on his Twitter. Now, I know they're just tweets. I know that they're just words. Words have power. He said that this is what they've been talking about. They want to create super teams in the NFL, sort of like what the NBA has. Now, do I believe Odell Beckham or Jarvis Landry will sign with their respective teams for a, a, a hometown discount? Absolutely not. Do I believe that Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham will sign with the Carolina Panthers? Or, or I'm sorry, Jarvis Landry will sign with the Carolina Panthers at a, at a discount or, or sign with another team that will take him and Odell both just so they can play with one another? Absolutely. Absolutely, I believe that. If, 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 we, if we choose not to acknowledge that, then we're being in denial. We know that these two want to play with one another. They've hid it from nobody. The two are the uh, best of friends. They want to create that LSU tandem again. Now, I know you being I, a Dolphins fan, Eddie, that's not something you want to hear. Well, I also know that's not what Giants honest. fans want to hear. I also know that's not what Giants fans want to hear. But once again, that's just where my opinion comes from. I do believe Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, even if Jarvis just signs with the Miami for a year or and says for, for one more year after this, I do believe at a point in time, in the near future, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry will be on the same football team. Remember, you heard it here I do, I do agree with you, and I've said that from the very beginning, but I do not think it's going to be in Carolina. Cam Newton is too inconsistent. They do not want to play with Cam Newton. He runs the ball way too much, and he is not consistent enough. One of the reasons why Kelvin's probably happy he's not there. I'm sorry, Millie. Cam Newton is too inconsistent. And you, Odell Beckham wants the ball. He's not going to get a Carolina. Jarvis, honestly, being a Dolphins fan, I don't want to say this, but where was Odell Beckham before the playoff game against the Green Bay Packers? He was in Miami, right, I believe? I can see him coming to Miami, and I can see Devontae Parker going somewhere. Um, that's not something that's I believe is going to happen. Yeah, that's, I, I, I respect your opinion, but I don't believe that's going to happen. Uh, reason being is because I think they want to start somewhere fresh. Now, um, I could be totally wrong. I just believe that Odell Beckham, um, <laughs> I, I, I just believe that Odell Beckham, you know, and, 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 and Jarvis Landry, can, can you imagine what that tandem would look like? Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and Cam Newton all on the same football team. 
that would be one lit football game, in my opinion. I think that would be one totally exciting right. football game to watch. I disagree. Huh? I have to disagree well, with you on that. I don't think we can. Well, like I said, once again, that's that's where we agree to disagree. Um, we I'm shall find sure. out in the future. If I'm right, we shall. I don't want to. If I don't, if I'm right, I don't want to hear anything else from of it. But uh, <laughs> once again, I, Eddie, I in all the all, no, all, Eddie, in all the years, in all the years of you knowing me, there's one thing that you should that you should have. There's one consistent pattern you should have picked up on. I'm never going to say anything unless. You're not sure of. Not even that I'm not sure of. I'm never going to say anything unless I have a good reason or good intel that will back up that statement. Stuff, stuff that I'm Understood. not going to talk about right now. But we shall talk Understood. about that we, in the very, very future. Hey, you know what? Also, Eddie, you should also. Uh, Look at who Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham sometimes works out with. I believe it was two seasons ago who they worked out with during the offseason. So, but uh, we're going to switch topics there. <laughs> we're going we'll to get we're back to that in the later future. We shall get back to that. We will. We will. I know, I know you're a little hurt for me saying that, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, Just a now, let's talk, about, let's talk about some of uh, the stuff that went on in the NFL today. Um, I just want to take a moment to just talk about my Bengals for one quick moment because I know it's I know it's I know it's going to come up. Um, I'm absolutely disgusted with the Cincinnati Bengals and their performance today against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, it goes beyond words at this point. Uh, you got it's it's one thing if you lose a football game. It's another thing when you got your best wide receiver and AJ Green, uh, literally punching, throwing punches. Jalen Ramsey getting himself, along with Jalen Ramsey, both ejected from the football game. Um, now, there was a lot of jawing going on throughout the game, but to give my little two-point stance about how I feel about it, as an NFL, as a professional, you got to learn how to block out uh, the trash talk. You know, you didn't get to the highest level, and the NFL is the highest level um, by, you know, <laughs> You know, breaking down every single time somebody said something, something bad about you or said something bad to you, it's a part of the game. You know, some of these guys have been playing the sport or sports since minor league, since, since, since they were since they were kids. You know, so to get to this point where they are right now, and um, to let something so, so something so small set him off, um, it's not something that I've ever seen from AJ Green before. So, granted. I know it had to be something serious, but um, at the end of the day, you can't make excuses for that kind of behavior. Um, we lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars 23-7. to Could have been actually more. The team absolutely played atrocious. You got uh, Von Pence, John with other players, as he always does. Um, yeah, always. That's a- you, got, you, got, you got Marvin Lewis um, conservative again, and the offense – only being able to put up seven points. Um, he also scratched. They also John went Ross against the best defense. He also he also was he he also scratched John Ross with a healthy scratch today. Now, with all that being said, I, I I just think it's I think at some point, like I said, we got to just take it for what it is. Um, 
the Bengals, this isn't a very good Bengals football team. Um, I, I've said it. I've said it last year. I'll say it again this year. They don't look like themselves out there. They almost look. They almost look tired and uh, tired of not tired as in physically, but I'm just saying tired um, mentally. You know, under this under this regime. I think Marvin Lewis and uh, you know, chances are you're not listening. But if this ever gets back to you, I respect what you've done in Cincinnati. I respect your your you know your coaching. I respect you know uh, the players you've drafted and how you've been able to keep this team in in, in relevant for the past 15, well not fifteen years but the last seven years. <laughs> um, I think it's time to I think it's time to to hang it up though, as far as being the head coach of this of this football team. And I think being a good leader is also knowing when you don't have the ability to lead anymore. I think it's important to note that. Being a good leader is also knowing when to to turn the turn turn the reins over to someone else. Because if not, you're gonna to continue to do the same things you've been doing, which is gonna to continue to hurt this organization as a whole, which will cause you to lose players. And I don't want to see that. But I do think if we stick, I think if, I think the Bengals, we're in real danger of losing our football team as a whole if we stay with this, this regime and Marvin Lewis. Um, that's what I really, that's my, just my two, my, my two cents on that. I, I think that the Bengals um, are definitely not a playoff down team this year. I think they are so of their former selves. And I do believe this should be this should be Marvin Lewis's last year coaching the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll leave it at that. Um like I said, if they're gonna finish, finish try to finish strong. Um but <laughs> there's not too many words to be said after that performance today. It's just, just unacceptable. Um it, it just it really is. And it's unfortunate as well. But um Since some we're... of the other headlines I'm sorry, say that again? Since we're talking about um, coaches and you know organizations, Cleveland Browns they had the chance to sign AJ McCarron. Since we're also talking about Cincinnati Bengals, you know they had the chance to sign AJ McCarron, and last second they didn't. Rumors are it was a uh, organization a phone call was made in time, but there was a rumor that came out here that their GM kind of maybe sabotaged it a little bit. What do you think about that, Malik? Uh, I'm very happy it didn't go through, um, but at the same time, um, I, I, I think that there is a clear disconnect within the Cleveland Browns organization, um, something that that stems way, way deeper than just the, the head coach. Um, I think it stems way deeper than the front office. I think it goes all the way up to the ownership. And um, there's, a, there's, there's this reoccurring trend. In the Cleveland Browns. I mean, you can't get it done on the field. At least you can get it done in the front office. At least you can do is get it done in the front office. I mean, but like like the Cleveland Browns always do, they're gonna they're not gonna take the blame for ownership. They're gonna fire their head coach and go through yet another head coach, um, sign another guy who they're gonna put in the same situation. Either adapt to what we want, or they're out of there. Um, but I, I, I think it's in a very unfortunate situation for the Cleveland Browns. I feel bad for um, the players. 
I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the coaching staff, truly. Um, I, I, I feel really bad for them. I don't think that this is what Hugh Jackson envisioned for uh, the Cleveland Browns when he first came aboard. Um, and I, I think that I really believe he's regretting the decision to come to Cleveland over New York. I really believe that wholeheartedly. And I think that um, I think he'll find himself back in Cincinnati at, at year's end. I firmly believe that. But the Cleveland Browns, if they want to get it right, they've got to start at the top. It's like the old saying goes, you've got to look at yourself in the mirror at some point. you got to look at yourself in the mirror at some point. Sometimes you're the issue. Sometimes you're um, you're the problem. So we shall see with that. We shall see what's going on with that. But let's keep it rolling. Um, so let's let's go over some of these scores today. Let's go over some of these scores and what went down today. We had the Ravens. There were some pretty damn good games today in the NFL. I gotta say, there were some pretty good games in the NFL today. Um, you said some a lot of blowouts. Couple of blowouts. Couple. Couple of blowouts. Yeah. Not not too much. You got the Ravens beat, uh, Ravens losing to the Titans 23-20. That was a really good game. Um, Ravens was hanging in there to the end. The Giants played atrocious today, 51-17. to um, But once again, I don't blame – I don't blame Eli. I can't – you can't blame the quarterback when he's getting pummeled back there like that. You got the no, Falcons. No offensive line. Right? You got the Falcons losing to the Panthers. One, did you see Julio Jones drop that wide-open touchdown pass? That was so unlike. It's unlike that the entire so team right now. Once again, that it's like we talked about last week. The loss of Kyle Shanahan is showing its face. It's rearing its ugly head. Um, you had the Colts beat the Texans. Um, just the, bat, the backup of the back, the battle of the backup quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> you had the Redskins and, mm-hmm. and the Seahawks. That was a shocker. That was a good game. Hold that. Right down the game. line. Absolutely. Kirk Cousins Absolutely. Wants, Kirk Cousins and some why he wants to get paid. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> now we got the Buccaneers. Um the Buccaneers lost to the Saints thirty to ten. That was a shellacking. Oh my god, but the game that surprised me the Eagles absolutely destroyed <laughs> they absolutely destroyed the Broncos. Humbled. Now Humbled. I, I, I kinda go I guess I'm I guess I gotta go back on a little bit some of the stuff I was saying uh last week. But once again, like I said, I want to see you guys there in February. It's like I said last week. I'm not going to crown you guys champions, champions of the world just yet. Um, they're probably they wrong Bengals. every week. I know, right? But they're playing it's, good. It's, it's, but they're playing good. They are. So I, I'll give it to them this week. Keep flying high. They're, they're, they keep playing some good football. Um, you got the Bengals losing to the Jaguars. My Bungles, they absolutely bungled it today. Um, 23-7. Cardinals, 49ers. That was a pretty good game. Uh, twenty to seventeen, we had the. I mean, twenty to ten, we had the Cardinals taking the game. Um, the Cardinals, I, I watched that game. Oh my God! I mean, that offensive line. I thought Cincinnati's offensive line was bad, but the Cardinals' offensive line is absolutely atrocious. I feel bad. I, I, I really feel bad for TJ back there, man. He's getting he's getting killed. And uh, and now I understand why they're not gonna why they're not putting Jimmy Garoppolo in right away. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want your invest. You don't want your investment to to be destroyed. <laughs> In his first in his Two first course. game as a as a 49ers quarterback, that would be pretty bad, I think. And uh, I say they sit him. We had the Chiefs the entire season. We had the Chiefs. We, we had the the Cowboys. Um, we had the Cowboys beating the Chiefs. Now I, you know, that game was a good game, but I want to talk about the touching tribute they made towards Tony Romo in the beginning. I don't know if you saw that. It was absolutely touching. They, they thanked him for no, all his contributions. 
oh my god, it was just, it was an amazing video, and uh, I you could tell it was very heartfelt. Tony um, Romo definitely uh, I choked up a little bit there, watching himself on the big screen. And when I say big screen, I mean the big screen. Now it's going to be an interesting game tonight: Dolphins versus the Raiders. That is going to be an Shins interesting up, game. Malik. My, I know, I know, but I, I believe that the, I believe up, that guys. the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to take that game. Um, all because of the quarterback play right now for the Miami Dolphins is kind of shaky there. But they can always surprise you. They can always surprise you. And I believe the Dolphins are home, too, so you just never know. They are. You we're, just never know. We're in Miami today. So, with with that being said, I know it's pretty early to predict, right? I know it's really early to predict, but I, I told you that I wanted to kind of go over this with you. I want to go over uh, very quickly, in your opinion, who wins their division and why. Let's start. In the AFC, let's start with the AFC East. Who wins the AFC East and why? That's um, I gotta go with TB12, the best quarterback to ever do it. But Buffalo, they, I thought Buffalo could have pulled it out, but after their performance against the Jets Thursday night, I gotta go with TB12 and the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick is gonna get the job done. I believe it's gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, eighth, I actually got one. I got the opportunity to watch I got the opportunity to watch uh, that that game. I was actually in I was actually at the stadium for the Jets and Buffalo Bills game this uh this past Thursday night, and they are just two bad football teams. I I, I mean that in the most uh, positive way. They are, they are just they are just not they have no how do I say they have no star power on that football team. Nothing that's gonna take you over the top. The Miami Dolphins I mean not the Miami Dolphins the um. The Buffalo Bills and and, and 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 the New York Football Jets, they just don't scare you. They just don't they just don't scare you as football teams. Now that could have just been a bad game from both teams, but I just what I saw on Thursday night I was just not impressed. I really wasn't. But that's just me. But to agree with you, I believe the New England Patriots takes their division. Um I believe as long as Tom Brady is the quarterback of the New England Patriots, they will continue to win that division. I've said that numerous times again. He's not letting go of that division, not unless Something freakish happened, but uh, AFC West. AFC West. I would have to go with the Chiefs. Um, the Broncos. Look at their performance today. Chargers. Yeah. Philip Rivers. Oakland. It's funny that Oakland's on the bottom of this division when David, um, Derek Carr, I'm sorry, last um, last year was an MVP candidate, and now they're sitting at the bottom of their division, three and five. They picked up Marshawn Lynch in the off season. They picked up Marshawn Lynch in the off season, thinking he would be a good contributor. I agreed. They had every, they had everyone, you know. But yeah. I the don't injuries, know. I can't really to, the injury to the car, it, it stinks. I agree. It stinks, I, I, I couldn't agree. I, I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. Alex, I'm going. I'm, that's exactly. That's what I'm going with. So I'm going with the Chiefs to win the division. It's crazy. You and me are agreeing on something finally. Um, <laughs> but they got the, I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning their division. Now, what are you about to say? What do you say in the North? What's happening in the North? Who wins it and why? In the AC North, Steelers, yep. Big Ben. Big Ben, the three Bs. Big Ben, Bell, and Brown. <laughs> the three Bs. Okay. Uh, I believe they're going to um, win their division. I just don't see Baltimore coming. I don't see Joe Flacco winning it for them. A couple of years ago when they had um, the Super Bowl run, Joe Flacco was playing good football. 
Joe Flacco's getting hit, he's throwing interceptions. Big Ben, he's throwing interceptions as well. The only difference is Brown and Bell. Flacco, he just got Macklin back today. So I got to go with the three Bs on that one. Steelers. I would uh, – it, it hurts me to say it. It really does hurt me to say it this year. But I do believe that the um, – I do believe that the, the Steelers are going to win, win it only because of uh, the inconsistent uh, offensive line with, with the Bengals. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens just look atrocious on offense this year. And um, like I said, the Steelers are playing some pretty good football right now. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I uh, – um, now, what about the South? Who wins the South? Now, that's an interesting. That's interesting. Who wins the AFC South, in your opinion? It's funny. I was talking about Blake Bortles last week and how atrocious he was. He's been doing decent. He's been getting the ball downfield. And considering today that Leonard Fournette sat out for uh, the coaches benched him for missing, uh, missing team photos. And Blake yep. Bortles still got the job done. I believe Blake Bortles can... You know, take with the help of the Jacksonville um, Jaguars defense, Blake Bortles can pull this out, and I, I gotta, I gotta go with Blake on this one. You know, Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna pull it out. I, uh, I, I can't believe we're agreeing, but uh, we're not gonna agree. I think that I think the Tennessee Titans <laughs> are, gonna, are gonna win the division. Um, Tennessee, I think it's gonna be tough, but I do think the Tennessee Titans can pull it out. Um. I think they can pull it out, but I think that Jack. I believe I um, Marcus is getting hit too I much. Think, I think they can pull it out, but I do think the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is going to eventually just take over. Um, and I, I, it hurts me to say that, especially dealing with what happened today. But gotta 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 be truthful, man. That's one thing about being in the yeah. team. You can't you can't uh, you can't try to mix any teams. Yes. So, but yeah, like I said, your pride I have. I think Jacksonville definitely uh, takes that division only because of the defensive play. Their defense is better than Tennessee's defense. Yes. Um, yes. But by far. Now let's let's make it very very quick. Um, NFC standings. Who wins the NFC East? I think that's pretty easy to go with. I believe who went over it. I said NFC East. Oh NFC East. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking. About, I thought you said AFC East. Holy, I'm sorry. No, um, NFC. Not Philadelphia Eagles are playing great football, great, great football, you know. But I'm going to have to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I like Dak Prescott. I believe Dak Prescott's a leader with Zeke and Dak Prescott. I don't believe Zeke is being suspended at all this year. I believe the Dallas Cowboys are going to pull it out. I believe the Philadelphia Eagles are going to maybe have one more week that they're going to be great. They're going to have a downfall, I believe. They're going to have an incline. Um, don't know how bad it's going to be. Um, they might not even have one. But I believe firmly that the Dallas Cowboys are going to play a Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. They will come out on the top of this division. I don't think that the Philadelphia – I don't I don't think that – it's not that I don't think that the Cowboys can't. I just don't think that the Cowboys can catch up to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to continue to win. Um um, and I mean, I could be wrong, but like I said, what they've shown me so far, I just don't see how we can can say that they aren't. I mean, they, they had a huge tax today in Denver, and they handled Denver with ease. 
They put up 51 points on this Denver football team. It, it, it's, it's extremely difficult for me to say that the Philadelphia Eagles are now going to suddenly lose their division after doing what they did. Now, luckily for us, we don't got to wait too long. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington, Texas next week. Now, that is going to be a game to watch. I think that will be very exciting. I can't wait for it. I'm extremely excited for it. Questions get answered. Simple as that. Questions get answered. Because right now, other than them, I don't really see um, too many more. Uh, well, like I said, we'll, we'll just see. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to get too in-depth with it. I just think it will be very interesting um, for the remainder of the season to see how the Philadelphia Eagles do, especially going against the Cowboys. They have some very interesting games left up on their schedule with the Cowboys, the Seahawks, and the Rams. Um, I think those are some really, really tough games for the, for the Cowboys, I mean for the Eagles. Um, I think they're winnable games, and I also think they're losable games. But we shall see. We really shall see at this point. Um, but let's go with the NFC North. Who are you going with? The NFC North. <laughs> I would have to go with Green Bay Packers with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. Any news on Aaron Rodgers? Is he coming back within the next five, six weeks? Um, I don't, it's, it's tough. Um, I'm going to say Matthew Stafford is going to come back. Unless Sam Bradford, I believe, comes back to the Minnesota Vikings, I don't believe the Vikings are going to win that division. Plus, they lost their um, running back on Dalvin Cook. They do have Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray is playing great ball. But I believe Matthew Stafford is going to pull it out. Matthew Stafford is a real good veteran. And I believe the Detroit Lions are going to come out and pull it out. Okay, well, that's – I, I see. Looking at it right now, I think that the um, I think the Vikings are going to take it right now. They just surprising quarterback play for me right now, going on in that division. Like where it's like, oh my God, they're, they're playing some great football. They're going to win, but we shall see. You know, I I don't know. Maybe Detroit can fall out. I mean, they're the only one with a consistent quarterback in there every single week, besides the Chicago Bears, who aren't going to do too much without uh, with Mitch Trubisky in his rookie season, even though he looks pretty okay. Uh, but when you say NFC South, who takes it and why? NFC South, New Orleans yep. Saints. New Orleans Saints um, coming coming into the season, they didn't have a great season last year. Um, Drew Brees was getting sacked and hit almost every single play. But um, picking up Camara from Tennessee in the draft was great. Signing AP, I didn't agree with that. You guys had Mark Ingram. I'm glad they traded AP. That was a big, big help Kamara into the game more, got Ingram into the game more. Plus, those are two stars right there. But then Drew Brees, Hall of Fame quarterback, Super Bowl MVP. Then you have Sean Payton, amazing coach. New Orleans Saints have everything. They got a great defense, young defense, and Marshawn Lattimore making plays in the backfield. The Orleans Saints are a great football team, and I do believe they win the division. I believe they make a run for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going with Cam. Oh, Cam. Definitely. <laughs> I'm going with Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is going to do it this year. I think Super Cam is back. I think the loss of Calvin Benjamin, if it did anything, it let a little fuel under it. Um, and I think – I don't, I don't know if people remember. It seems like the Carolina Panthers do better when they don't have Kelvin Benjamin. So maybe this isn't such a bad thing. 
when they went on that from miraculous run, that's the year Kelvin Benjamin was out with a torn ACL. So, with that being said, I believe in Cam, super Cam. I think Cam Newton's going to dab on dab on the rest of these teams that he's playing. <laughs> see him dunk today? What, what, he really dunked. Uh, what do you think about Cam Atlanta Newton. being third in this division after coming off the uh, Super Bowl? I think it's a Super Bowl hangover. I also think it's a hangover of losing one of the best offensive coordinators and offensive-minded coaches in the NFL. I think it's showing it's showing true. Um, but we shall see yeah. that. But I'm going with Cam Newton. You're going with the Saints. We shall see. But to cap it off, NFC West. Who wins it and why? Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson is a veteran. He's been to Super Bowls. He has Super Bowls. You know, Russell Wilson and that mm-hmm. Legion of Boom in the backfield. The Legion of Boom is going to take him there. Russell Wilson. I don't even. I don't even feel comfortable calling them that anymore. <laughs> the Legion of Boom. Really? They scare nobody. Legion of Boom. Um, they're a great team. Yeah, okay. the, um, the Legion of Boom. That doesn't change. Okay. Well, we shall see. I don't. I. I don't think the Rams couldn't win it. I believe the Rams could win it, but I feel I think, like I they might have to rely think, on Todd Gurley. I think you're missing a Morris. very, very important team in that division. That's who I'm going with to win. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm joking, guys. <laughs> I Carolina, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go 8-0 and zero the next eight games. Right? <laughs> Listen, uh, no, uh, it's all jokes. There's there's no way that the, uh, for San Francisco 49ers can come back after being they're 0-9 now. But, uh, no, I, I think that – I think the Los Angeles Rams might be on to something. I think they might be on to something with this Jared Goff kid. I think uh, that pickup of Andrew Whitworth was a big pickup in the offseason. He's now holding down that left tackle position, and Jared Goff is just getting the job done. He looks like a completely different version of uh, version of, of himself. I really believe that. And I think I'm excited to see what, what he's going to put together for the rest of the season. I'm excited. I think he has some big stuff in store, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. But, I, I believe on but, Sean McVay, too. Having Sean McVay, a young coach, oh, the youngest coach, I believe, um, team with Jared Goff, another young stud, it's, and Todd Gurley, all young studs. They, and they, went, from, they I, went from the worst offense to the first offense. Indeed. Indeed. They have so, the best offense. And Seattle has the best What's defense. Up? Legion of Boom. We shall see. Legion of Boo. Yep, I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm, I'm excited to see the, the L.A. Rams win that division for the first time in a very long time. But um, with that being said, guys, it has been a pleasure, uh, as always, here on The Right Way. Um, we had some great co- topics to talk about today. I'm sorry i got to cut, cut the show a little bit short today. So I'm a little bit under the weather. But at once again, we'll be back here right next week at our normal time, 8 p.m. live. Every single Sunday live on Blog Talk Radio, produced by BackSports.com. I want to thank uh, Randy Zellier for allowing us to have this platform to talk sports with you guys every single week for an hour. Um, Eddie, it's been a great show. Um, great. I look forward to I look forward to our debates next week, getting healthy. But I can't wait. Fins up, guys. Um, one, oh, oh, yeah, you guys, it fins up in a prayer. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, guys, you can also reach me. 
at my email, therealmalikwright at gmail.com, on Facebook at The Right Way with Malika Wright, on our Twitter handle at The Right Way at BSP, Instagram, The Right Way at BSP. And once again, always catch us live every single Sunday, Wild Talk Radio, 8 p.m., bringing you all your sports action. Uh, we've, got a next, we've got a busy couple of weeks headed coming up. Um, I look forward to diving more into detail what will be going on. Um, but remember, guys, as always, the show must go on. Have a great night, everyone. I will see you next week live at 8 p.m.
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.